Hello everyone, I'm Mickey Gibbs. I'm the Midland County Great Start Collaborative Director here in Michigan and a facilitator for Our Community Listens. Today I'm gonna to share some brief parenting skills that uh, might be new to some of you or a refresher for others that are gonna help us now while we're all experiencing this crisis and also in the future. Um, if we wanna get a little picture of what's going on with parents right now, parents are home with their kids more and a lot has changed. Perhaps you're working from home, perhaps your kids are not in school, you have a reduced schedule of your normal activities with your kids, and maybe even your college kids or your young adults are also in the house with you. In fact, that's what's happening with us right now. I have a junior in high school, and I also have a college freshman who came home early from her freshman year. We were not expecting her until May. In fact, my friends and I that have college kids often joke that we should start a club, moms that weren't ready for their college kids to come home early. We joke about it, but honestly, none of us were prepared for what we're going through right now, um, as opposed to what we would consider an ordinary day. As parents, we are often bombarded with things we need to say or do with our kids really from day one. You hear, here's the diapers you need to, to use. Here's how you what you need to say to your two-year-old. Um, we get bombarded with those things, but we often don't get told how to listen with our children. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about that listening is a part of parenting. It's something that we can um, do to help our children's brain develop. Because even if you have young adult children home with you, honestly, children's brains are not really fully developed until about age 25. I often say, I can't believe we let them do what we let them do because they don't have all their brain parts yet. It's also a gift that we can give to help us build connection with our children. And now is a great time to improve connection with your kids and your young adult children as well. So today we're gonna to focus on allowing your child to share with you and what that will look like. Um, if we take a minute and we think about brain states, our brains have states of emotion and states of logic, and we like logic and emotion to be in balance. A little bit of emotion all the time still allows us to think logically about things, but if we have too much emotion, we are unable to think and behave in a logical manner. Um, there is a visual that uh, professionals like Lisa Damore and others use all the time. Uh, she uses this when she talks about teenagers. Picture your child's brain like you would a snow globe or a glitter globe. So just picture one of those. We've all seen those before. Maybe you have them in your house. There's usually a scene or a figure at the center. There's water or liquid in there. And then there's usually something to resemble snow or glitter. And ideally what you like to see in a snow globe is a little bit of glitter floating around, but we can clearly see what's in the middle of the snow globe, that figurine or that scene. With our brain, our snow globe, if something is shaking it up too much, maybe there's some trauma or some drastic change, and there's too much glitter and emotion floating around, we can't see clearly, and the water is too muddy. This is what's going on with our brains and our children's brains right now. The changes in our world are shaking our snow globe brains so much, and sometimes it's preventing them from behaving and thinking as we would normally like them to. So how do we help the glitter settle? In other words, how do we help our brain return to a normal balance of logic and emotion? Remember, some emotion is healthy, but too much emotion when it really builds up and it's kind of, it's kind of just coming to this boiling point 
It can help prevent us from thinking logically and working through our day. Our children can't do their schoolwork sometimes. They might not be able to think through their problems. Or they can't engage with others. With young children, you might see some behavior issues. So how can we engage in listening with our children to help their brain return to a healthy state and improve our connection with them? So we're gonna go over just a few basic skills that you can practice and learn right now, no matter what age your child is, even if they're a young adult. And we're gonna break this down into three simple steps. Number one, let's picture you as the parent helping your child settle their glitter. So depending on the age of your child, too much emotion, again, might show up in behavior. It might show up in words or other ways. You as a parent know your child. You know when their emotion is getting out of control, maybe when they're overwhelmed. So if we're going to help their emotion come down, our first step is to be physically present and attentive. That is for you to be physically present and attentive. If we were going to hold their snow globe still, so physically hold it still, that would mean we would have to put our phones down maybe stop doing laundry. Physically attentive may mean that you need to get down on eye level with a younger child. With an older child, you might notice that they're sharing with you or talking to you, but they are not making eye contact. Maybe they're texting or they're on their device, but it's still really important that we are making eye contact and staying still and being physically attentive, even if they are not. We often see teens share with us when they're not fully Maybe they're not fully engaged, but we can be fully engaged. <clears throat> and most important is staying silent, giving them time to talk and share. We all have busy days. This listening does not usually consume an entire day. So take the time to be physically present with your child. Second, we need to practice empathy. Even if you have never, ever practiced this skill before, you can learn. As your child is sharing with you and talking, Try to think to yourself, how are they feeling right now? Think about a time when you have felt the same way. That feeling will help you connect with your child's emotion and be with them. So for example, a teenager might say, I'm really upset because my prom got canceled. It doesn't seem like a big deal to you, but if we can see that they are disappointed and we can remember being disappointed, we can identify with that feeling and connect with them. So it's not necessarily that you've experienced the same thing, it's that you have, you have experienced the emotion or a similar emotion and you can identify with it. The third step is don't add to the conversation. We can state back facts and feelings from what they are sharing with us. Your prom has been canceled, so there's your fact. I can hear that you're very sad and disappointed. There's the feelings you think you're having. If this seems kind of hard at first, one kind of go-to or default for you might just be to say, thank you for sharing with me. But when you can try, when they're done, that you know, you've been silent, you've been physically attentive, you're really listening to them and they're done sharing, stating back the facts and the feelings are very helpful. It helps that person to know that you have been listening. Just don't add to the conversation. Don't add advice and this is gonna be hard for parents, <laughs> don't add advice when they're sharing that problem with you. When you're trying to help them bring down their level of emotion, it's not a good time for advice. Don't add your own past experience, even if you've been through this before. Don't ask questions and don't offer solutions. Remember, you're helping them bring their brain state into a place of a balance of logic and emotion, and anything you add to the conversation is either not gonna be heard or it's not gonna be heard correctly. This takes practice. So being physically present, 
practicing empathy and just summarizing facts and feelings takes practice. You can recommit to it with every child every day. It doesn't matter what the problem is. In fact, most of the problems right now can't even be fixed. For younger children, um, they might be stressed about the pandemic, but you might see them be just super upset because a Lego tower fell over. That's okay. You as the parent can see when their glitter globe is just too shook up. Take a minute, practice these three things. You will get better over time. It's important to respect the problem they are having and the feelings that they are experiencing. And one thing I want to remind you, your parenting is never broken. Parenting is not something you fix. You're not a car engine. Parenting is something that you grow in. You have to give yourself time to practice some skills and get better. If you look at it as a growth opportunity and not a black and white fix or broken to what you feel is wrong, I think you'll be more successful. It takes time, it takes patience, and it takes practice. Thank you for letting me spend time with you today.